0: get on with it okay okay welcome to galaxy of toys podcast i'm jason your host this is episode one for uh, this series and me me in general this is the first podcast i've ever done so it's all new for me. You can find Galaxy of Toys podcast on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Galaxy of Toys, or on our Podbean site http colon forward slash forward slash galaxyoftoys. podbean. com, or just search for us on the iTunes Store. Tonight, the co-hosts we have Tom from I Grew Up com. How you doing, Tom?
1: Pretty darn good, Jason. How are you? Not bad. Looking forward to episode one. <clears throat> episode one has uh, negative connotations in my head, but we'll yeah. try to get through this.
0: Oh, you know,
1: once we get to episode four, I think I'll be feeling a lot better.
0: Right. So when people are looking back on this podcast, they say, "You know, episode episode one really sucked." You're like, well, we are just well, that, the tradition. Yep.
1: Yeah, we'd be following suit then. <laughs>
0: Also joining us tonight from JediBusiness.com, Crisby. How you doing, Chris? Good, man. How you doing, Jason? Not bad. See, you've been pretty busy this week uh, updating with your uh, reviews. Oh yeah, yeah. Always, always working on it. Always updating. So, quite a bit of output, output there on Facebook.
2: Yeah, we we you know try to keep uh, keep the people busy with with reviews and. Uh, i have got a lot of requests for for figures that people want to see on the website, so trying to catch up and uh, add more figures.
0: Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's great. Also tonight, our fourth host, Ryan.
3: Hi. How's it going?
0: <laughs> not bad, Ryan. How are you tonight?
3: I'm doing pretty good. It's good. Glad to be here. Although, should not we have done this like in true Star Wars fashion, and started with Episode Four? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, we haven't posted this yet, so we, we still could do that. Oh, okay. That's how this one goes. We may not post this one for a while. <laughs> I want to
3: be part of the special edition with
0: the Ronto. Pew, pew. Special edition with the Ronto?
3: Yes.
0: Yes. Oh. Can, we can make that happen. I don't. Does the Ronto have a sound, I guess? When the Jawa, Doesn't
3: it make a sound when the Jawa falls off of it?
0: Is it the Jawa that makes the sound or the Ronto? The
3: Jawa makes a sound, but I thought the Ronto made a sound,
0: too. Uh, if a, if a
1: Jawa falls off a Ronto in a forest, does it make a sound? What the heck's a Jawa doing in a forest? <laughs> What's a Ronto? I don't know.
0: <laughs> a Ronto? You don't know what a Ronto
3: is?
1: Yeah. Who? who Me? It's of the, course.
0: The beloved special edition.
1: Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite scenes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's keep this moving. <laughs> Abrams uh, announced uh, just... Uh, last Friday that uh, he is the director of Star Wars Episode seven. It's confirmed. And uh, while I, I don't really want to talk about a movie we haven't seen and won't see for a long time, just uh, seems like since we're talking about the toys about the movies, just thought I'd mention that really quick. My first thought is I'm happy. He seems pretty solid, and I think he knows what he's doing. So I'm looking forward to it. Tom, so I'm, uh,
1: your- I'm, I'm digging that idea. I think it should be good. In theory, it sounds great. And what he said recently was he's definitely has uh, the interest of the fans. Uh, you know, at uh, I think he's definitely got us in mind. Hopefully, I'm not sure what he means by fans. I'm hoping the older fans, and uh, of course, that would probably uh, that would probably embrace some of the newer fans too. So. I'm 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 good. I'm good with it. I'm I'm excited myself.
0: Chris, what's your thoughts on J.J. Abrams? Uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, when
2: I when I heard the news, um, I was really happy because um, I remember seeing a a picture of of him. Uh, I think it was taken in about 2007 2008, and I saw the guy. Uh, he he was in Japan and he he went to a collector store called Starcase. And uh, that's a, you know, that's a Star Wars collector store, and you really have to know where that place is, and you really have to know that that place exists in the first place, and then actually go there when you're in Japan. So, the fact that he actually scoped out that place and actually went there shows that he really does have, uh, you know, a strong interest in Star Wars, and is a fan himself. So, from that point of view, I would say that, you know, Star Wars is in in really good hands, so... Um, I think that's exciting, and also you know, like the, the Star Trek reboot, I thought was uh, was really good, and it kind of kind of felt like Star Wars in some ways as well. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited with him uh, being the director.
1: Yeah, I think the fan that I think the fact that he's a Star Wars fan to begin with is is really promising.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean he's. Hopefully, gonna make the movies we all thought as kids we wanted to see down the line, and he was a kid with us or, or thereabout, and I think, yeah,
2: I th- I think so. I I you know one of the things that I I really liked about him is that uh, the movie Super Eight, right? Um, well, the movie wasn't like the best movie ever, but it was one of those movies where remember Tom that we we talked about you know the Goonies. Back in the days, it like it's been a long time that somebody came along and made a movie like that. You know, a bunch of kids going on an adventure.
1: Yeah, that's that's he he nailed it. I mean, granted the, in the end the the creature wasn't as good as it could have been, but the characters, I think for the uh, the the Super Eight was were great. And yeah, it captured right. it captured the Goonies, and it captured kind of that war games '80s, early '80s kind of feel to it. Right, oh, he, nailed. Na- he nailed it. He right. nailed it. So it was great. Right. So with that, I think I think there's a lot of, uh, I think he's going to bring a lot of energy, and I think I think he's probably maybe even put some. Thought into this whole Star Wars thing even before he was selected because I, I don't know it's, it's just, it just it, maybe not the first choice of a lot of people I know a lot of people online have been pretty negative about it but I mean from what I've seen from Super Eight to the new Star Trek reboots I think I think he's a, a good a man to take the steering wheel than, than anybody else I can think of. So, yeah, I think I could, hopefully it's going to be a good fit.
0: Do you think, no, I, uh, speaking of taking the steering wheel, do you think it's going to be like one of those uh, driver training cars where there's somebody sitting to the right on you that also has their foot on one of those extra brake things? <laughs> ah, <nice. laughs> um, I don't think it's going to be George, is it? <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know. I wonder, I just, I'm... I wonder how involved George will be, or maybe he'll just let it go. I'm not sure. I, don't,
1: I, don't I just hope just Lucas like doesn't Jedi. take the. I just
0: hope Lucas doesn't take the second
1: steering wheel.
3: Pull
0: it over!
1: Pull it over and have Rick McCallum get in the back uh, seat.
2: Oh my god!
3: Oh, I don't think it'll be like Jedi, where you had McCallum directing it, but really Lucas was like controlling. Uh, yeah. Mar Marquand, sorry, Marquand. It was, Marquand was directing, and and. Lucas was like right there on set all the time. I don't think it's going to be like
1: that.
0: Yeah, well, yeah,
1: Yeah, you're right. I don't think that's going to be like that either, I hope. Yeah, I think it's going to be more of J.J. Abrams movie.
3: I mean, there was even a little blurb today when some press were talking to him and he said he's really excited about it. And he's getting his people involved with it, too, like his producer and that sort of thing. So I I think it's going to have definitely kind of more of J.J. Abrams stamp on this movie as well
0: yeah and uh I think that's what I'm hoping for and uh, I'm optimistic i'm I'm looking forward to it, and I'm excited that it'll probably give Hasbro some you know new material to work with and well,
1: that's for sure, yeah,
3: well, oh, come on, we want all those old ladies and old guys they haven't made yet, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, Brian.
1: Yeah, clothes. I mean, who who doesn't want a seventy-year-old uh, Princess Leia figure? I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> you go right
3: there with Granny A-wing.
0: Yep, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Granny A-wing.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of toys, this is a podcast about toys, so let's get to it. Uh, while there's not a, a lot of news right now, there was UK Toy Fair that just wrapped up. Um, what's your first impression, uh, Chris?
2: Um, to be honest with you, I didn't really get a whole lot of news out of it. Um, what I got away with was that the the Hasbro packaging is going to change towards the end of the year, which I thought was interesting. And um, the only other thing that I got away with was that Hasbro won the uh, you know the the best toy award with with the Anakin to Darth Vader action figure. Um, So that's really the only news that I got away with. I think they're holding back a lot on the Hasbro action figure line for New York Toy Fair in a couple of weeks or two weeks from now, I think.
0: This Anakin to Darth Vader figure, there's been no photos that have surfaced on the web yet, has there? I haven't seen any. Um, You know, I saw a picture, but I couldn't figure out the
2: scale. I couldn't Mm. tell um, whether it fits in with the four-inch figures or if it was much bigger
0: uh, I mm. couldn't tell. So. Okay. But it won the award, so it'll be interesting. to right. s- Hopefully they show it at the the New York Toy Fair coming up so the, soon.
3: The descriptions on that figure was that it was a really, really cool figure. It was really well done, so mm. I'm excited to see that one myself.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. They um, also uh, recently released the new look of the line that's going to change over in, I believe it's July... It's a kind of a animated Darth Vader. He's like on Mustafar, grabbing for something. I'm not sure. I guess it's like a 3D look. Have has anybody seen that image yet? Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. what What's um, your What's your thought about that that packaging design?
2: Um, I thought it looks a lot like uh, the Revenge of the Sith line from uh, 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not not too too excited about it. Um, I'm actually really surprised that they're changing up the packaging already now that they just came out with the green Yoda look. And a uh, half a year from now, they're going to switch it up again. Um, so I think that's really surprising. But as far as the look of it goes... Um, yeah, we'll have to see once we see a carded figure, I would say.
3: Um, yeah. i got to go with you there, Chris. I'm kind of surprised they're changing it, too, because that green Yoda look could work for both uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, really. So I don't, I don't understand the whole reasoning of why to invest all the money to go ahead and change this unless they had it already planned out and, oh, we got to use it or something.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, from from what I got away with was that it's not really Hasbro; it's more like Lucasfilm, right? I mean, they kind of right. came up with it, and uh, it sounded like as if a lot of the licensees are going to uh, start using that type of packaging with with Vader on it. So it's and, not just a a, de- a decision by Hasbro, I don't think. Okay.
0: So, do you think there's like uh, the legacy line of figures? The I don't know the more higher end figures are those. Going to come out on this packaging, uh, is 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 that what they're saying, or is this like going to be for a movie heroes line, or or did they just yeah. not say? Uh, I don't think they said
2: that, but I think it's pretty safe to assume that the new figures are going to have that kind of look,
0: mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll know more at Toy Fair in uh, New York, I guess. Yes, and well, I'll definitely have to get back on the line after that uh so 2013 they did put out some official photos of the uh, next wave of movie heroes looks like it's going to be the red battle droid anakin from revenge of the sith jango fett sand trooper darth maul obi-wan attack of the clones r2d2 Darth Vader and Yoda from *Revenge of the Sith*. Uh, Tom, let me know. As a self-proclaimed OT curmudgeon, you don't care, really, do you? I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to be picking these up, are you? Uh, <laughs>
1: you know, I'm a vintage collector. So, um, I'm sorry, I was. I
0: don't,
1: uh, you know what I was doing? While I didn't you were mean to throw
0: that, that like, one to you. I'm just kind of joking sorry. around. While you, you.
1: <laughs> while you were saying that, I was feverishly on rebel scum trying to catch up on yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uk toy for, for overview so for the
0: listeners out there tom who uh runs a great site i grew up um he does not collect modern figures but we we just uh wanted him on the show just to kick him around a little bit Yeah,
1: comedic uh, comedic. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so ryan i'm actually gonna I'm stuck in 1978 for... i'm sorry what's what Ryan, I'm going to throw this to you first. What's your thought on this uh, next wave of movie heroes coming out, I I suppose, in... I don't know when they're coming out. They didn't say, did they? July, maybe? Uh, No, I
3: thought the movie heroes were actually supposed to be out in February. February.
0: Okay, now, these new images that they showed, are are they going to be on the green Yoda card or that new... Revenge of the Sith Darth Vader card.
3: I think there's pictures up of them on the green Yoda card.
0: Oh, okay. So um, what's your thought?
3: My, I mean, I, not all of them are that cool, obviously. I, I buy every new figure that comes out, so I'll have to buy them. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the light-up lightsaber feature that they've been doing, even though you can't mm-hmm. remove the batteries or anything like that. But for me, the Anakin's definitely a must-have. Um the Sand Trooper, I don't know, he looks kind of cool, he's got that giant big gun that lights up, which is, it's interesting, it isn't, you know, it's it's definitely doesn't go along with the films that well with how big it is, but it's got great play value, um, so I can see the kids liking that. Um, and then there's the battle droid, which like explodes apart, which will be interesting. Did, did they show the Boba Fett? I remember there was a Boba Fett as well, and I haven't seen any. I didn't
0: too. see the Boba Fett on the list, but yeah, there was I, a Boba just, Fett in the last in the
2: last wave uh, for 2012, but it only showed up overseas so far. So I'm not sure if that's going to be part of that uh, first wave as well or not. Okay, I
1: think it will be. I think it will. No, that's I. I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'll I'll go back to sleep. I'll go
0: back to sleep. I'm sorry. Um, be
1: sure to uh, check out uh, I grew up Star Wars. Com if you've got.
0: Uh,
1: okay, I, uh, I, call me when I am needed, guys.
0: I think they're. I think they're. They look pretty cool. I I like the sand trooper just for the gimmicky thing about it. Um, you know, it's. I think it's too bad the batteries don't appear to be replaceable. But uh, some some of them though seem kind of questionable, like that. Uh, that Yoda from Revenge of the Sith, I think that's been out over and, and over. I've seen, oh I've yeah.
3: Seen that figure, and it's not a good figure either. It's
0: no, I, it's it's not.
3: Take take the one that was on vintage card last year or two years ago, and, and re-release that one. It's a much better figure.
0: Yeah, they they must think kids want that figure or something. You know, maybe they think the kids are gonna. See one of the new, well, the new movies aren't even going to be out for a while, so... I mean, the re-releases of Episode uh, 2 and 3 aren't going to be out before these come out, so I'm not sure. And that obi One is that the Attack of the Clones obi One, where he's, like, really posed and can't be right. Yeah, that's from 2002, I think, so
2: that's, like, 10 years, 11 years old yeah so yeah
0: okay so next on the list is speculation for new york toy fair what uh what are you hoping to see chris
2: well i was hoping to see more vintage figures you know like uh, figures on a vintage card back um but I don't think it's going to happen. I think uh, we're just going to have a dry spell for a few months until the uh, the new look starts up. And until then, we probably just get to see some, you know, greatest hits, figures, or re-releases from the last few years. So, But, you know, I'm hopeful. And uh, maybe, you know, they're going to show off. I think uh, at Celebration 6, they mentioned that there's going to be a a vintage uh, X-Wing fighter. So I'm hoping to see that. And they kind of hinted at a vintage-style slave one, so I'm hoping to see pictures of that. Um, And, you know, uh, there's the the sail barge petition that was going on, so, uh, you know, I'd like to to hear uh, what Hasbro's response is to that, um, getting the big sail barge. Um, So those are the kinds of things I'm kind of looking for. But uh, we'll see, I mean definitely they're going to show off the new look for the the new figures so uh, i mean that's always exciting so
0: yeah do you think they're gonna just kind of show uh just show the they showed some figures at uh celebration six in orlando uh last summer do you think that's that's gonna be it (laughs) Uh, probably but you know i gotta be
2: honest with you like at this point you know i just want to see some new stuff yeah you know it's really time for them to step it up and put some new figures out on the market because you know the movie heroes figures you know let's be honest they they all pretty much suck yeah. you know um, now what like, do you mean
1: chris what do you mean when you say that new figures are you talking like new characters that we haven't seen yet
2: um, sure, or, why not? I mean, there's still plenty of characters that they could tackle. You know, there's a lot of background characters. There's still many, many characters from Java's Palace and even the Cantina. Um, so, you know, uh, there, there. I mean, there's tons of stuff they could do.
1: I think they haven't tapped the Gungan thing yet. I mean, there are just so many great figures there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll
0: go back to sleep. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the uh the x wing that you said that you you heard about um is this going to be like a re release of the large size x wing or do you think it's going to be a smaller vehicle type thing that they've been
2: that they're putting um, out now? I think it's going to be a larger one. I think they actually mentioned that it's going to be a larger one, but I'm not 100 percent sure okay I, yeah, I'd have to go back and look at my notes, but
3: I seem to remember something about it would be the large x wing as well. Mm-hmm. Right, but it would be the the vintage style box, but it would still be that giant for the, for the bigger X wings would be much bigger than the original vintage box. Do
0: you right. think it's gonna be Luke's X wing? I'm I'm thinking they put that out enough already. I was.
3: It's gonna be Porkins, right?
0: That would be cool. I'd be okay with that. We
3: Porkins last year. We need a Porkins X wing.
0: Right. I say. Well, <laughs> I think we need the big X wing first, and then okay. Porkins. <laughs> or they're going to come out with a new bigs figure right so they said that yeah,
3: they are yeah, yeah they,
0: they, they showed they, that at celebration last year didn't they the,
3: yeah
0: yeah yep.
3: that was supposed to be part of the line that got canceled so
0: yeah. right maybe
3: we'll see a new bigs figure
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh they're also you know there's a new 12 inch line i think have those started to hit yet i think they just started the, I think somebody in Canada found him. I think Yeah, that's not for it
3: was a kind of Canada.
0: Yeah. In Canada. So I don't know, there's are there just two figures or is it just Anakin from Revenge of the Sith and a Clone Trooper? Um I thought there were three or four figures in that, but Ugh. I'm not Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Okay, so maybe they'll show that too. Um, Oh, at Toy Fair, I'm sure it's going to be on display. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I think we'll see those at Toy Fair.
0: And they're gonna. You mentioned the uh, bring on the barge petition. Wouldn't it be great if the second that was handed over to them, they said, "Yes, we're we're doing it." And. Yeah, and then nobody buys it because <laughs> it's too expensive. Man.
3: No, then there's all the people who say, "No, I'm going to wait and buy it on clearance." Right?
0: Yeah. yeah, that thing's going to be huge. It's, yeah, Tom. I think uh, I, I think if they to do it right, I think the price point would have to be two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars. That's a, that's my guess. Right, mm, yeah, that's pretty. A, pretty pricey. If it's a Toys R Us exclusive, it's gonna cost like five hundred bucks. <laughs> 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 well, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, I think two thousand fourteen would be a good year for something like. That oh, absolutely. Because and, you yeah, know, it's t- it's also time that
2: they show you know a little bit more support again for the fans and the fan sites i mean you know there's a whole bunch of fan sites that got together mm-hmm. and you know they try to make this work and uh um you know show some support you know show the community that you care and you know that's something that people have been asking for for i don't know you know since 1983 i you know yeah. when i was a, when i was a kid and and you know saw return of the jedi in the theater i mean i would have loved to come home and be able to play with a sail barge you know yeah. So, uh, that'd
1: also be a great opportunity to add some of those figures that we were talking about that we haven't seen yet. Some of those barge figures. That'd be great. Right. Or some of those barge characters turned into figures. Like, yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Yep, I would. I'd be really excited. I think that's probably the most wanted vehicle on my list. Yeah, me too. That that's yeah. a definite must have. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. So moving on. The uh, podcast uh, Galaxy of Toys, we're going to, you know, the purpose of the podcast is to cover the entire spectrum of the toys from 78 to beyond. So um, we're going to have two more segments. The uh, f- The first one coming up will be the modern flashback, the 1995 on through, you know, now And the other segment will be the vintage flashback, the 78 to 88. Some people say vintage ends at 85, some say 88, Uh, you know, everybody has their own. Um, So this is more of an introductory episode so, you know, this, we're not going to get into specific uh, themes this time. I just kind of want to do a little general overview with everybody, see where, where you fit in on those other airs. So let's start with the modern flashback, and let's go back to early 1995, and the new figures were announced. What was your first thought, and what was your expectations? And, Tom... You were in it back then. What, what was your first thought?
1: I was in it to win it. <laughs> I was uh, <clears throat> I was driving around like a maniac looking for those figures back in 95. I think the first one that I ended up getting was maybe the Solo Flex Luke or the Han or something like that. I didn't think too much about the fact that they were bulky, ridiculous, huge, crazily gigantic. Weapons that came with them. I just thought it was great to see the figures, but then of course, you know, a couple of years later, they they kind of leveled out and they started making figures that were actually not ridiculous looking.
0: Did you still, um, when you were first picking up the ninety five figures, looking for them, did you still have your vintage figures? Were you looking to add to your collection, or were you just kind of restarting fresh?
1: Um, I still had my. Figures, my my childhood figures at that at that time, and then when I started collecting uh, the figure the new figures the new Kenner figures I mm-hmm. I I sold my vintage figures on on eBay. But you know, I mean, for for what they were, they were really played with. And I know a yeah. lot of folks I know a lot of folks frown on the fact that you shouldn't be selling your childhood figures at all because those are the ones you grew up with. But I, I don't know. I just um, I figured that these would be a good uh, replacement, maybe not a replacement, but kind of a new start
0: for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, I had they were kind of running side by side, and then I, I unfortunately got rid of my other my first uh, childhood figures and mm-hmm. and uh,
0: I don't yeah. I don't think you were the only person to do that. I remember I was at like a comic book store. And I saw this kid come in with a vintage uh, Luke Stormtrooper. Uh, It was complete. And I saw him trade it for five Power of the Force 2 figures. Oh, man. So, (laughs) I mean, you know, people were desperate when the figures first came out because I don't think anybody knew it. The quantities, would they, you know, was it just a small quantity like a test thing or, you know, I think, I think people were scared that they wouldn't find them all and they probably, you know.
1: Yeah, that was definitely me because I was feverishly going, I don't care what, yeah, you know, I had to get two or three of each just to make sure that I had my yeah. share of figures, which yeah, now hindsight <laughs> makes me look like a complete fool.
0: But. I was I was there with you. I had like my my thought was I'll get three of each: one to open, one to keep on the, that beautiful Power of the Force two Darth Vader card. Oh yeah, that just that lightsaber that lightsab- <laughs> that, blue, that reddish yeah. lightsaber was just so attractive. And one to either trade or sell down the line. So I was there with you, three figures of each. Uh, Ryan, um, you were there.
3: Oh yeah, I was there. In fact, I I kind of had the um, a, a different way about it. And not I was totally excited about it. In fact, I was I got so excited. Uh I was in college at the time. I went and got a job at Toys R Us like a year before they came out. So I would be there when those figures came out. And uh as it really? happened Really? Really? Really?
1: Wow, that's hardcore, Ryan. I didn't yeah, know that. yeah, and I did not. Yeah.
3: Um, well, I had been in the Vendoms, ben- yes, Vendoms, and the Micro Machines.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think I think this is going to be Ryan's first and last podcast with that <laughs> last. <Right? laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> don't, we don't, talk about too much, so we don't really so... need you anymore. <laughs> um, but, all right.
3: Anyway, um, I had I gotten a job at Toys R Us. It was it was just a college job type of thing, and the figures hit in August of '95. And it was, it was really interesting for me because at the time, the uh, Toys R Us dis- distribution center was up here in the Seattle area. And I worked at the Linwood Toys R Us, which was like, at the time, one of the biggest Toys R Us stores on the West Coast. And so we would get things fairly quickly. So we were one of the first places in the country to get the, the new Star Wars figures. And I'll never forget, we got them in. We got our first two cases or whatever. And I got my set. Yes, as an employee, I went and grabbed my set and um before they ever hit the floor and i went home and i'm posting on the old rec Art star wars group. Said, so, yeah i've got these figures and people are like no you don't you don't have these figures they're not out yet yeah i've got them and uh it, it was it was kind of weird because at the time i didn't have a digital camera i couldn't post pictures and the old you know dial-up modem could you really upload mm-hmm. any good and and you know sit there and wait half an hour to see a picture of power of the force 2 figure come up or something but um so I had it relatively easy to get the figures because I was right there where they came out. I didn't have a problem with that. But I got to see it from the other side of the people being frantic to find them and, and desperate. And, I mean, you got beyond that when you got into 3PO and Princess Leia and how desperate people got to get those figures. It was, it was crazy. He
0: yeah. I remember how crazy it was because um, I was in college when they were coming out. And I remember I would go to... Walmart like at two am and secretly start opening the boxes as they were pulling <laughs> off
1: one the... of <What> those
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
1: desperate times call for desperate
0: it's measures right it had to have them all i wasn't I wasn't even uh, I don't even think I had an internet connection in ninety five think... well the same here no internet connection <laughs> back then I was um
1: you guys were running blind, I can't believe yeah. it
0: well, you know, there was Tomart's action figure Digest and Right,
1: yeah, the great great magazine. That
0: was in a that was and is an amazing magazine. It's uh still publishing although it's very sporadic now. I don't think they've released a new issue in almost a year, so but
1: That's definitely where I went to get new news on the new figures for sure. Yeah. That, was damn, that was damn exciting. I mean, the first pictures of the Tie Fighter and Boba Fett and Lando—that was—that oh, yeah. was awesome. Yeah,
0: I remember the they re, the first uh, vehicle wave was pretty much just kind of re releases of the original vehicle molds with some better, little better paint. Yeah, and I couldn't believe it when I found when I found that uh, Power of the Force two Millennium Falcon at Walmart. I was just I couldn't believe that that the toy I you know, virtually the same toy I grew up with was on the shelf again. It was just, it was amazing. Uh, Chris, um, you are, uh, um, people out there listening, Chris is actually uh, a native of Germany. Yes. And were you in the U.S. or Germany at the time of Power to Force 2?
2: Yeah, I was still in Munich when the first figures came out and i remember how shocked i was when i saw them in the, uh, the department store
1: did you um, know that they were coming out chris or no, did you I just mean, happen to come across these figures
2: i just walked by and i saw the figures on the shelf and i was like what uh, oh,
1: do you remember what, what store that was chris
2: i do but it does not exist anymore oh yeah okay so um, yeah, but it was a, it was a shock because back then there was no information. You know, I did not have an internet connection at the time, and um, I think there was only one publication at the time, which was called Toy Hunter, and it only came out like every quarter, so four four issues a year, and but I I never saw a preview for these figures or anything, and yeah, I saw them in the store and. Um, looked at him. I was like, Oh my God, those look so ugly. Even back then I thought that, and, but I didn't have to pick up Luke and I went back and, uh, grabbed Boba Fett and, uh, you know, what do you know? Like, I don't know a few weeks later I had them all. (laughs) So had to get back, had to go back and uh, pick them all up. And yeah. And then I I wasn't really sure what I'm going to collect them, but you know, the special editions were right around the corner and, um, They also had Jedi Con in, I think it was 1997 in Munich. Um, So it was the first Star Wars convention I ever went to. And so it just kind of snowballed. And it just, you know, kind of stuck with it somehow. But yeah, Power of the Force 2, when they came out, it was awesome. You know, like new characters, Slave Leia, you know, Han Solo Stormtrooper, you know, all these figures, all these characters that you wish you had when you were a kid, you know. Um, Yeah, good times for sure.
1: Did you see anything in Germany previous to that? I know because I Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the the micro machine Star Wars ships came out maybe a few years before that. Yeah, micro right?
3: machines Bendoms and then there was the Kenner Action Masters line that had come out before oh. the figure set.
1: Oh, with the Damn um, Bendoms again. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah did,
1: you, did you did you Chris, did you see The Micro Machine figures, or, I'm sorry, the Micro Machine ships before you saw those figures, or did you ever see them? Do you know Um, the ones I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, I I do know, but I I do not remember, to be honest with you. No memory of that. Star Wars, for me, like, 85, 86, just lost, you know, I was a kid back then, so it just kind of went away, and then... Well, it came back again, but they were in between there, I don't remember looking for Star Wars Tours or even noticing anything like that yeah, at all. Yeah,
1: that was definitely a dry spell over here in the States also. Except yeah. For I, those, ex- except for those Bendems, thank God.
0: Bendems, you know. That
1: was I, enough to uh, that was enough to tide us over. I never
0: picked up <laughs> any of the Bendems, but I I considered it. I was, you know, at that point I wasn't quite ready to start collecting anything and uh bendums didn't quite lure me, but uh some of those early micro-machine sets did. I got the uh, C-3PO head that transformed into the cantina.
1: Yeah, those were great. Yeah. Those, that was, that was oh, those a cool set. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, <clears throat> Ryan, I do have to ask, what is your definitive, now that you've had them, and now that years and years have passed, what is your opinion on the Bendoms now? Go.
3: Okay, um... They're crap. I mean, they are total and utter crap. Yes, I, I own all of them, and I, I won't get rid of them. But, I mean, at the time, I was just so excited to get anything Star Wars, and I was like, yeah. And some of the last ones I did, like the Gamorrean Guard wasn't that bad. The Boba Fett was, was pretty decent. But even though the Boba Fett didn't have a backpack on him. But um, And the Akbar wasn't bad. But, man, like the Princess Leia is terrible. The Han Solo looks awful. Um, and the Luke, like any human characters, they're just, they're awful, awful things.
1: Well, there you go. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, back then when those were the only ones that were available, I saw, I remember seeing them in uh, theaters. I remember seeing them in stores and, uh, yeah, I just, I just wasn't, I just wasn't digging on them. But, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad someone purchased them.
3: (laughs) Well, toward the end, they did some multi packs with um, that had some fig- Some of the Bendems you couldn't get uh, outside of the multi packs, and then they had these coins in there. The coins were really cool. I think it was a uh, Tie Fighter and X Wing and a Millennium Falcon, and I think they're a little bit bigger than like a Power of the Force coin, but they're re- pretty heavy duty, nice coins. If there's one good thing that came out of Bendems, it was those coins.
1: Are the, those are m- the metal coins.
3: Right, they're metal coins. Yes. Oh, nice.
0: Okay. Well, I completely missed that. I had no idea they were coins packaged. in. Yeah, I
3: think I only have an X-wing one, but uh-huh. they're, they're actually pretty nice.
0: Interesting. Are they and the that they had a Darth Vader case.
3: Yes, but almost it's not the exact mold of the vintage Vader case, but mm. it, it's pretty close. I do have one. It, it's.
0: Is it the same size?
3: It, it's pretty much the same size. Yeah.
0: I I don't think I ever saw that in the store. Not that I was looking too hard at that time, but... (laughs) I can get some pictures.
3: I can get some pictures. If you're doing, like, an enhanced podcast, I can get some pictures or something, and you can add them up. Yeah, we
0: can put them up on the Facebook. And we do have a Facebook page. www.facebook.com forward slash Galaxy of Toys. We'll get them up there. So, part three. Hey, we're moving along. We got uh, one more section, and this is kind of similar vintage flashback where were you when the vintage figures came out um and what was your first thought when you first saw the figures and what were your first figures we'll just go from there and we'll start with tom
1: yeah i don't know much about vintage figures so i'll just make something up (laughs) oh yeah it was 1978 of course and I was seven years old when the figures, I think, hit stores. And uh, we used, to, of course, as a family, go shopping at our local Lewiston, Idaho, Kmart. And uh, one day, in the toy section, there they were. And I think, well, and maybe not all of them, because I ended up getting, my first figure was, <clears throat> excuse me, my first figure was Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi and I don't think that would have been a first figure if you had the, you know, the option of yeah. getting other figures. You got but, the old guy. <laughs> right, I ended up with, with the old, old guy?
0: guy. Huh? There's
3: something wrong with the old guy getting him first?
0: Well, you know. <laughs> no, the I, I, Obi-Wan is one of the first figures I saw, um... On the playground before uh, I even had any figures, and I thought it was awesome. I thought Obi Wan was great, but yeah, I think
1: any of those figures at that time, just getting a glimpse of them on the playground. I think, Jason, I'm with you. I think the first figures that I first saw were probably on the playground with mm-hmm. other kids bringing them to school, and mm-hmm. I think I might have probably, I probably might have seen a Darth Vader or maybe a Chewbacca or something. But, you know, some pretty heavy hitters. So yeah. once you've seen that, I mean, it, you, you're going to get – you're going to try to get your hands on those figures, whatever it takes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: <clears throat> I went to Kmart, ended up with a with an Obi-Wan, and I think that might have been one of my first figures for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Because if I remember correctly, um, every kid had seen Star Wars at that point, And there was a town full of hungry – star wars kids out there and i'm sure they were they were spending a lot of their time you know if they're going to the stores they're hitting the toy aisle and yeah and so that's the first one that i ended up with and and he was pretty cool i mean yeah he
0: he was pretty cool uh how long did it take before the cape ripped off of him or the lightsaber tip
1: I'd say maybe uh, half a day, yeah. Yeah. and uh, the little little tip of the lightsaber right. that was already ingested. Maybe <laughs> the first ten minutes of of getting the figure, but um, it was it was great. I mean, I knew there were more to come, so uh, the the Obi Wan was definitely the first, but most definitely not the last.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I remember the first store. The first Star Wars toys I saw were on the playground. I was uh, in. Uh, I think I was in. Ki- I was in kindergarten, and uh, this I'll never forget. This kid name. His name was Scotty, and he came to school with the uh, land speeder with Chewbacca and Obi Wan inside, and everyone just. Was drawn to this. Every kid wanted to see it, play with it, look at them. It was it was an amazing day. I that will probably be you know that's burned in my memory forever. I'll probably even when I'm old and have Alzheimer's, I'll still I'll probably still remember the uh, landspeeder with Obi Wan and uh, Ben Kenobi in, inside. Uh, Ryan, what were your first vintage encounter
3: well for me it was a little different I'm, I'm a little younger than tom um like the movies hit or when star wars hit i was only a year old and um at when the first figures hit they weren't actually bought for me they were bought for my brother um my parents did the whole uh early bird kit thing and um they got uh, those first figures and that and my brother actually died when i was two years old and But my parents hung on to those toys, and around when I turned four or five, one of the gifts I got for my birthday and for Christmas is I got the Darth Vader case with Luke, Leia, Han, Chewbacca, Darth Vader, and a Stormtrooper, I believe it was, and I got the Millennium Falcon. So that's kind of like my first early remembrances of getting Star Wars figures. I remember growing up before I had them, like, I'd have friends, and I'd go over their house, and I'd see, like, a Snowspeeder or something like that. Because um, I didn't get my stuff until really after Empire Strikes Back came out. And so the stuff I remember seeing in, in the stores was Empire Strikes Back stuff. But um I remember seeing, like, going to a friend's house, and they'd have, like, the Death Star play set, and I thought that was, like, the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, the snow speeder and, and things like that. So that's kind of my earliest vintage memories.
1: Mm-hmm. Ryan, your, uh, your family was pretty – I know your dad was pretty into Star Wars because I remember some of the pictures on I Grew Up com. Go to I Grew Up Star Wars.com and you
0: can see what's, these. That, sure what's see. that website called again, Tom? <laughs> I Grew Up Star uh,
1: okay. All one word, just kind of squish it Uh But your uh, dad, I remember, has there's a few shots where he, uh, he had a shirt, a Star Wars related shirt. So I'm assuming that your dad was kind of into Star Wars back then too, right?
3: Well, it's kind of funny because my dad is not the type of person who likes movies. And still today, like he doesn't like to go watch movies. He won't watch movies really at home. Usually if he watches one, he enjoys it. But my mom always says that when Star Wars came out, he was the one who said, hey, let's go see this. And so it's kind of that reversal type of thing. And you mentioned see, the pictures in I Grew Up Star Wars of, of him in that Darth Vader shirt. I actually still have that Darth Vader shirt that he's wearing in there. Oh, so, that's
1: that's awesome. Yeah,
0: that is. That's, yeah, awesome. it. I just that's cool. Think. Same
1: thing with my dad. He's definitely not a movie goer. But uh, Star Wars, I mean, it doesn't matter who you were. I mean, when that came out and when it was new and everybody was excited about it, it was not it was impossible not to get curious about it and to actually go see it once. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, you you had to go watch that movie. So it was definitely a cultural (laughs) back beckoning, if you will. So yeah.
0: When uh, my dad uh, wasn't a movie guy, and so I saw the, all the Star Wars films with my mom or my cousins or somebody else. So, you know, my dad had never seen a single Star Wars movie. So when the prequels came out, I decided to force him to see all of those prequels. And my dad's only experience with Star Wars movies was, our episode one, two, and three, because I pretty much forced him to go to all of them. Uh, but <laughs> the funny thing, you know, he, he, he actually, you know, since he had nothing to relate them to, I don't think he hated the prequels as much as, you know, some people might have. But I remember, <laughs> I'll never forget, after Revenge of the Sith uh, finished, and he asked me, he said, did... So did Darth Vader ever find out about those kids? Like, he just was completely <laughs> oblivious. To, I'm like, yeah, he did. You should watch the movie, the rest of them sometime. I'm sure he didn't, but anyways. Uh, That's funny. Chris, what was the uh, vintage... What was your uh, vintage memories uh, living in... Uh, was it Munich that you are living in?
2: Munich, yeah. Yeah, yeah. what were the... Um... I got late into the game, so my first Star Wars movie was Return of the Jedi uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the theaters. And I think it came out like half a year, a year later after the U.S. release. Because um, oh. they had have to, have to dub it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not entirely sure about this, but I think I saw it back in 84 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even know that there were other Star Wars movies out there. Um, so, <laughs> Return of the Jedi was my first movie. Then I remember two days after that um, uh, seeing the toys in the store and recognizing it. And so, um, yeah, the first figure back then was Luke Jedi, which is still my favorite figure to this day. Um, so, I'm hoping that Channel Giant is going to do a 12 inch jumbo figure at some point. But
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a shoe in, I'm sure. I'm sure.
2: Yeah um so yeah and then uh i remember that it didn't really matter where you went to what toy store what department store you went there there were always vintage star wars figures like not just a little section like you see nowadays but like you know big setups and so you couldn't really get around it and um yeah it just just went from there and it just kind of you know once once i had seen the movie and and uh you know, went back uh, to school. It took like a few weeks and all of a sudden, you know, lots of kids had figures and just like what you guys said, you know, that you saw other kids in, at the playground with the figures. It's the same thing here. It's just people just had had the figures. And I remember one kid bringing the um,
0: the Imperial shuttle to the to the playground. Oh, my gosh. See, and I, it's I was huge over what the, you you the lance feeder. I couldn't I can't even imagine someone bringing the shuttle to school. That's right.
2: pretty big. Yeah, it was huge. And, you know, all je- the kids back then,
0: everybody was jealous. Everybody yes. was like, oh, where did you get that? And,
2: you know. So, yeah, that's what I remember, you know, vintage. Uh,
0: okay, so in the U.S., I think the last year I saw vintage figures on the shelf was probably 86. Uh, how, how, how long were the vintage figures on the shelf in uh, in Germany?
2: Um, I think at about the same time as the US, I I would say, yeah, around 86, something like that, Um, because I do remember that there was a, a huge, actually, Kenner did a, a tour through Germany where they set up in different cities Mm -hmm. and they, um, they displayed Star Wars figures and it was a huge setup. And I remember that right after that ended, um, that a lot of the stuff went on clearance and, um, it's funny how, how you remember certain things, right? But, um, and I remember that that tour that they did back then was, uh, late, uh, was in like September of 85.
0: Uh huh.
2: And so I think that, you know, after the holiday season 85, so
0: sometime probably in 86 is when, when the clearance happens. Yeah. I think the same thing here. Well, good. And, oh, another thing I'm just kind of curious about, not so much to do with the toys, but, the German films you said they were delayed because of the dubbing did they use the same voice actors for all three films or did they, I mean right like that's a, no that's a really good question yes. um, no I, they did
2: they, they did. did that's good, um, except for um, for the special editions they didn't um because they added scenes, right? Uh-huh. They, um, there's this this scene where an Empire, where Vader walks to the shuttle when he's on Bespin. I think yeah. he has like one or two lines, and all of a sudden, you know, he can tell it's a
0: different voice, uh... and it just totally ruins the movie experience. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it even in the U.S. dub, it doesn't quite. I mean, I guess it was James Earl Jones doing those additional lines, but does anybody know when? I think that, no. I
1: think it was James Earl Jones was. for sure. Yeah. I think the German. So <clears throat> I think the German dub uh, was actually a Indonesian woman, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Chris. Is that right? Um,
0: <laughs> who actually didn't? Sure. <laughs> 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 but that's the line where it went from we'll "Bring my that. shuttle" to like "Why don't you go get the keys, start up the." I mean, it goes on a little too long, and I don't know.
3: I didn't understand the change of that.
0: Bring me my shuttle was just much
1: more direct. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it it illustrates that Vader's kind of pissed off and just wants to get the hell out of there. Right.
0: He doesn't. He doesn't need to explain to the whoever's listening what to you know how to do what he wants to do.
1: Just well, I mean, yeah. from there on till <laughs> modern day, we're being we're privy to too much in the movies. Yeah. You know, we're, it, it, things are explained too much nowadays in the star wars universe so hopefully i don't want to go back in time 50 <laughs> minutes but i'm hoping uh abrams does a better job of not explaining so damn much
0: <laughs> yeah that's what the books are for anyways the novels yeah anyway.
1: you don't want to know more about chlorians? come on <laughs> they, they dropped that idea didn't they after episode one. <laughs> yeah well all right there you go
0: so that's going to wrap up the uh, first episode of Galaxy of Toys podcast. Thank everybody for listening. Tell your friends. And I just want to go around again and thank everyone for joining us. Uh, my co-host, Tom, from Wars.com. Any final words, Tom?
1: Uh, thanks, Jason. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Chris. Uh, I think it was a great first episode, and I'm going to – Try to wrangle in my curmudgeon ness uh, next episode if I'm if I'm around.
3: <laughs> oh, you should keep it, Tom. It makes it more interesting.
1: <laughs> you like the old fart uh, approach to Star Wars? Okay. We're, I'll, I'll we're keep overdubbing.
0: It going. Tom, we're going to overdub all your lines. With <laughs> You're
1: going to overdub mine That's, with
0: uh, Rick O'Lee
1: quotes. That's technology cool.
0: <laughs> is there. Trust me, the technology is there. I can have you uh, overdubbed. Perfect. I wouldn't do that. That's so. probably best. Uh, and Chris B, like to thank you. Tell everyone again how they can find uh, you and what you're up to. Well, I run a website named Jedi Business.
2: It's uh, it's out there to help you look up Star Wars action figures and compare them. And really, the only purpose is to help you look up these figures. Um, yeah, and I uh, just want to say thanks for having me on. Well, and looking, what's that?
0: What's the what's the what's the website address? Just to oh, make sure. <laughs> It's uh, JediBusiness.com. Okay, sounds good. And finally, Ryan, any parting words before we uh, call this tonight?
3: Uh, Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tom and Chris. Uh, It's been fun. Uh, Definitely looking forward to the next show. Um, We'll see where we can go from here.
0: Yeah, yeah. And if people want to get in touch with you, they're pretty much out of luck or...
3: I, I guess, you know, I, I guess so, maybe they can get in touch with me through the podcast website if they really like exactly.
0: And the, we have a Facebook page, so feel free to send us messages. You can also email any kind of questions, feedbacks, complaints, you know, suggestions to uh, galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. So if you're not on Facebook and you just want to send us a quick email, That'll do it. Find us on iTunes. You can revert, uh, review episode one. Uh, give us a review, you know, tell us what you really think. Don't hold back. You know, we're not, uh, I'm personally not that sensitive. So. so whatever you thought, just say it. Uh, I guess that's it. I'm Jason and we will see you, uh, next episode should be coming out possibly hoping right after, uh, New York new york toy fair 2013 so we will talk to you then good night but not goodbye just one more round friend then a homeward bound friend don't forget me in your dreams just one more song friend and then so long friend the nights get shorter it seems